What's up, Angel fans? Happy Wednesday, February 10th. We got spring training right around the corner. I go by the name of DJ. You can go ahead and give me a follow at DJ underscore Churnside. Again, that is DJ underscore Churnside, C-H-U-R-N-S-I-D-E. Go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter. I just made that, so if you see zero followers, now you know why. I'm going to take the next little bit to talk some Angels baseball with you. I mean, I'm, I'm very, very excited for the upcoming season. I think this is the best position the club has been in in quite a long time. Uh, does not necessarily mean we are going to make the playoffs, but I think the future is very, very bright out in Anaheim. Um, you wouldn't know that by checking Angels Twitter or listening to some other Angels podcasts, you know. A lot of Debbie Downers, a lot of negativity out there, but uh, hopefully if bring some things to light. We'll uh, we'll see that we're, we're not too far away, and there's a little more patience, a little more, you know, sticking to your guns. You know, don't be going jumping on no bandwagon or anything. We will we will be in the playoffs by next year at the latest. I think. Uh, the future's bright. I think Perry has a, I think the front office dynamics is finally how it should be. Artie writes the checks and he lets the people he hired do what he hired him to do is run the ball club. So um, I like what Perry's done so far in this off season. You know, I, I just actually listened to some other you know, takes on that. It's just another wasted year, but it's so much more than that. It's it, Timing is everything, as we've seen, um, as we're just waiting minute by minute for Pujols' contract to finally uh, hit the bucket. But, you know, moving forward in the next five years, I think we're going to have a really strong window to make some moves. Um, that being said, I'm, you know, kind of with this whole pandemic going on, um, I'm pretty not bored. I'm working, you know, way too much, but I need something to kind of get my passion going, kind of uh, something to look forward to. You know, usually the social aspects or social activities that someone like myself usually does, uh, they're pretty non-existent due to the, you know, the global pandemic and whatnot. And then ro- working remotely, uh, very just very lame you know very uh, just not my personality so i just need something to uh that gets me stoked that gets me fucking hyped and that's angels baseball i've you know been a diehard angels fan and uh so i'm gonna be hitting the season hard i'm gonna be at spring training here in a, in a couple oh, less than two weeks i believe i heard they're uh, allowing two thousand people in so gotta finagle my way in there but try to go as many games as possible we'll update you guys see who's uh coming in in shape he's looking good and all that good stuff but you know i'm, I'm gonna be spitting some fire I'm, I'm i'm coming out i've uh tried to do this in the past with you know writing blogs and trying to tweet but at the end of the day i my ad is just too much and i can't you know make the 140 character limit or you know create a enjoyable read uh in terms of a you know a a blog post or something it's just thoughts all over the place so i'm just gonna ramble to you about what my my thoughts are about angels baseball i've been a fan since i was like nine i'm in my mid-20s now so quite a few years here been uh plenty of games back uh, back in the day and um one thing the way i look at it all is yes it would be awesome to, to be a per, per, perennial contender, Mike Trout just going to World Series all the time. But, you know, obviously that hasn't happened and that probably won't happen. But the way I look at it is as long as Mike Trout gets one championship, one championship, one World, one World Series, we fucking did it. And that's the way I'm approaching this. That's why I'm not thinking it is do or die right now that we need to go make some outlandish trades. We should uh, trade Joe Adele, even though he's literally, his value's at his absolute least since he's been drafted. Um, Just basic, uh, you don't buy high and sell low. Try to, you know, 
buy low, sell high. Um, anyways, moving on. This is my first time ever doing any sort of podcast and whatnot or whatever you want to call this. I'm not doing it, like I said before, not doing this to just be another dude with a podcast. I just, you know, Angels baseball is what fascinates me. It's, it's you know, it's kind of been my passion and uh, I, I love looking at know their salary and contracts and how all that's lining up and what what the move is moving forward and you know i from what i've seen i I like the opportunities moving forward so i just thought i would uh share you know my thoughts my opinions Uh, i'm gonna be a kind of direct straight to the point i'm not gonna sugarcoat anything um you know politically correctness usually uh i don't check that box so if you're looking for a nice g-rated baseball uh, podcast to listen to with the family i'll try to keep it mellow but you know i'm gonna do some live reactions throughout the season so there's after a tough loss uh, no promises i mean i'm sure a very very slim amount of people will actually give us a listen to those that do i appreciate it i'm hopefully i can give you some uh a laugh or just at least something to think about on a drive home from work or something uh, not trying to do anything special here just just trying to talk some angels baseball that being said go ahead and give me a follow again on twitter dj underscore churnside again that's d as in daniel j as in johnson underscore churnside and hit me up uh ask questions uh i'm gonna have to ask some questions later on the show Go ahead and give me a tweet, and um, I, you know, I just really want to engage with fellow fans, and uh, I'm putting myself out there in terms of you know some of my takes and stuff like that, so I can call some of you guys out on your horrendous uh, you know wants and you know trade scenarios and just absolute insanity. Angel Twitter has uh, going on over there. I mean, geez, it's uh, absolutely insane. So you know, some good friendly uh, banter, you know, and. You know, I'm sure half my takes, half the things I uh, are going to come up with here in the next uh, half hour or so are going to age terribly. So, you know, feel free to, to give me some shit. I have, you know, some uh, good old fashioned shit talking all in a friendly manner. I'm all for it. It's encouraged. So don't be shy. Uh, let's, you know, make this uh, make this a good season. I Like I said before, I think we are going to have a window here coming up and I am so excited. I've been waiting for this. We've had, we've gone through the ringer as an organization. Um, We, I remember, you know, 2000, after 2014, obviously we get swept by the Royals. They go on to win the World Series. Mike Trout, they went one for 16 with the home run or something like that. Then 85 and 77, and then 74 and 88, and we couldn't hit the baseball. Uh, I mean, that's what people don't kind of remember is that stretch there where we were bad offensively. I mean, we should have batted Trout first and because they, they, they didn't have any reason to pitch to him. So at least he's bat first. He's still second. Hopefully bottom over third and then sack fly. But, I mean, it, it was bad there for a while. That's why we had to go uh, make that. We got Justin Upton and Brandon Phillips that one trade deadline, and that's why the next off season, or right actually when the season ended, we signed Justin Upton to that extension. And that was kind of weird though, because that was that weird off season that no one signed till later, and we right out the gates signed Upton to that five-year, hundred hundred five million dollar extension. When uh, you know three months later, JD Martinez signed pretty much the same contract with a couple opt-outs and all that uh, i know just uh jd martinez is a, not as good as a defender but justin upton really isn't that good of a defender now but jd martinez is obviously a much uh, better hitter but you know it, it just kind of it's been a whirlwind the last few years and you know after we got a little bit of help on the offensive side of things and our, our pitching has extremely struggled and you know now we're here i think everything's a little overblown though if you kind of take a look at things um you'll see that it's really not that bad as it comes off as and i mean that's probably going to be right there that's probably going to be a terrible take when we're uh leading the league and uh, runs allowed but we'll get into that a little later uh again i appreciate you taking the time out of your day to you know give us a little listen hopefully 
you know, we have some music or fireworks or whatever I figure out, you know, how the, what the hell I'm doing over here. We'll get a little bit better progression and, uh, you know, a little more, less choppy per se. But, you know, let's just get straight into it. I already kind of went over that, you know, as long as Mike Trout gets a championship, I think it's mission accomplished. You know, we being a perennial contender would be awesome. But look at Barry Bonds, never won a World Series. It's going to stay with him, that and the steroids. But, you know, I mean, if long as Mike gets one, I'm I'm fucking ecstatic. Um, So hopefully, hopefully, you know, moving forward, we're going to be putting the team in position here to really make some moves. Uh, that being said, this might be the. I'm, I'm hoping, if worst case scenario, this is the last season that we miss the playoffs. And that's, you know, not an absolute terrible thing. We uh, There's a lot of good teams out there. Uh, there's still a pandemic going on, I guess. And uh, so it's, you know, you don't know what the whole season's going to look like. I was hoping that they were going to do some expanded playoffs, give us a little better chance, but. It's not looking like it. So, you know, we have all these one-year contracts that if we do become, you know, a little out of contention at the trade deadline, a lot of assets coming back our way, a lot of money coming off the books here uh, at the end of the season, you know, at the end of the 10-year, $240 million contract for Albert Pujols. Uh, Say what you want about Albert. I think he has done... uh, a lot for Mike Trout's career. I don't think Mike Trout would have been as good of a pro so fast. Wouldn't have, you know, made that adjustment to being a, a bona fide superstar without that leadership from Pujols. Now, has he been worth $240 million? Absolutely not. But, you know, you got to kind of take what you can get there. And I'm just saying, if it comes down to a playing game or a, you know, a game five or game seven or something, or in the and Pujols delivers an RBI single to push us through. Hey, he's a hero in my book. Just give me something like that. Let's let's go off on a high note. That that would that would be absolutely awesome. Um, but yeah. So moving forward, you know, just kind of on this things I wanted to talk about is. One, yeah, Angel Twitter, y'all just bunch of negative Nancy's over there. I just don't <laughs> sign Bauer, an- announce pitching, like just, just so, uh, just, you know. At the end of the day, I'm appreciative of what, even though it's been an absolute shit show the last few years, that I know that when I turn on an Angels game, I get to watch the best player in baseball. I mean, that in itself. I mean, especially after you just saw the Diamondbacks, not the Diamondbacks, excuse me. You saw the Red Sox ship away Mookie Betts. You saw the Rockies ship away Nolan Arenado. And you saw Francisco Lindor, you know, get acquired by the Mets. Imagine, I, I, we might not make the playoffs, this and that, but I'd rather watch your favorite player, one of the best players to ever play the game, just an electric human be on our team through thick and thin so I'm, I'm appreciative of that i think people just love to you know blame everything on Artie. i mean he probably has overstepped his boundaries uh, a little bit i guess but i mean if you own the team let it ride um you know he and you can't say it's for a lack of effort we're in the top eight or so in payroll year in and year out i mean going back to the albert pool signing that you you do that deal I mean, it did a lot for the area, endorsements, kind of put us somewhat on the map. And, you know, I guess you could say Guerrero was our big free agent signing, but we signed Albert Pools. I remember that day so vividly. That was, and then I think a few hours later, we signed CJ Wilson. Like he was going for it. I mean, he put these chips on the tables and you got to respect that aspect. And then, you know, Hamilton right after too. Obviously that put us in a huge hole. And Jared Poe was just, trading people away um you know like you know no farm system whatsoever so we went through that stretch of not having a farm system not having money really 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 uh just kind of handcuffed there it was was bad you know 
looking uh you know Dave, daniel nava starting left fielder johnny giovatella i'm like dude let's get some big leaguers in here um rookie to alaska was our you know opening day pitcher at one point it's just it was a rough stretch and that's why when i see people you know want to trade adele and want to do this well i'm like dude, we gotta you know keep that keep that farm system at least healthy we can't just be one we cannot be selling low you know we that that's just that literally makes no sense um and if you don't you really want more pitching then let's see what the hell happens here the first few months of the season and see if it's even worth doing you probably get him uh get whoever you want to get at a less price because it's not gonna be a full season yeah there'll probably be some other suitors and whatnot but um i i think uh some of it's kind of insane some of the things i see out there and you know that being said the whole we need an ace we absolutely need an ace we need trevor bauer we need boom like that's just not true i mean when you take a look at the numbers is we need league average pitching i mean i think that's first and foremost i mean you look at 2019 trevor cahill 102 innings 5.98 era 5.98 but berea 6.42 suarez 7.11 dylan peters through 72 innings 5.38 era and then the one and only matt harvey <laughs> 59 innings 7.09 era i'm sure we can find some uh, cody allen stats in there as well but we just need some motherfuckers to throw in the fours maybe some high threes and i think we're gonna find success and you know that that's what it comes down to is let's just get some league average pitching in there at least get a a, a rotation with a sense and an identity you know we're gonna need some people to step up um but I don't think the ace was necessarily the move. We have such gaping holes. Even if we did acquire an ace, we had 14 blown saves last year in, was it 45 games? 60 games? 14 blown saves in 16 game, or 60 games? That is ridiculous. I mean, even if we got an ace, the fool better go nine innings or, you know, it's not, not going to be worth much. So uh, I'm overall, I'm, I'm happy we didn't pull that card i perry knows what he's doing i'm pretty damn confident in him moving forward um i mean maybe just the optimism in me but uh well you know once i I lose that you know trust you know you'll hear about it but you know your your first year on the job you don't want to take on a contract like that one also because one thing to keep in mind is so Trevor Bauer, he pitched in the National League Central, and Shane Bieber, the American League Cy Young Award winner, pitched in the American League Central as well. Due to COVID last year, the American League Central and the NL Central, that was the only teams they played. So Shane Bieber and you know AL or AL Cy Young and Trevor Bauer, NL Cy Young played the same people and guess what they both won Cy Young because there's so many trash teams on the bottom half of those divisions I mean you got the you got the Indians they're in the you know the top half and they can't score runs you have the Royals who are the Royals um you got the Tigers you got the the Pirates I mean it's it's a pretty you know lame over there so is he worth 40 million dollars a year we're gonna find out is he worth $25 million a year for the Angels? Probably not. I mean, I think we got better we got better moves to make. We don't need, I mean, we don't need any more distractions, you know, given everything that's transpired over the last few years. And we have, you know, some coach, pitching coach in Callaway just, you know, wants to, he needs to go, but you know they gotta do their due diligence and whatnot. We don't we don't need any more drama. Let's let's keep it you know low key. Let's uh, not give opposing pitchers stuff to make them grip the ball better. You know let's let's try to keep it in house. Try to keep it mellow here moving forward. But you know again, first year on the job, and it comes to you know our new GM, and you don't want to you know sign. Bauer, because then you lose a draft pick, and as we discussed before, without draft picks, you're just digging yourself a hole. So, so, I know he wants to probably attack some 
positions in the draft. I think if I think I've, uh, I'm kind of getting at what he's looking to do here. I think he's we're going to set ourselves up with a nice window moving forward, but you know, it, it's it'll be interesting to see. Um, like I said, pretty much moral story is let's get some league average pitching in there and see what happens. I, you know, moving on to kind of this year's roster and how I think we're going to fare. Like I mentioned earlier, this might be the last season we miss the playoffs. And I'm, I'm patient through it just because uh, of kind of some of the things I'm going to be mentioning here in, in a minute. But I think one thing, if we take a step back from last year, it was such a strange year in terms of COVID and, you know, just the, the whole way everything uh, kind of manifested is a couple things on my mind. One is I don't think we're appreciating Anthony Rendon enough. That guy's so good, so smooth, just calm, cool, and collective. I mean, if you remember watching him in the playoffs in uh, you know, with the Nationals, he's just He's, he's a stud. He's an absolute stud. And I think, you know, he was a little hurt to start the season. He kind of got off to a little slow start, then still, I think, led our team and, you know, wins above replacement. He's going to do the same. It's that one-two punch of Trout and Trout and Rendon is going to be awesome. And I can't wait to watch a full season of it. Worth the price of admission. Can't wait. Um, another thing is, is do we know Joe Madden knows how to – coach knows how to manage i mean i just remember last year so many questionable decisions made so many you know early pulls there's tax in the bullpen obviously he did not like that bullpen he you know the premise is all gone but you know it's gonna be interesting to see because I, I maybe it was just the lack of spring training but the team had no identity last year it was bad it, it you know that it was I'm at a loss for words due to the fact that the extra playoff spot we could we still could even you know squeak in. But Perry's our guy. I'm gonna say it again. Perry's our guy. Moving forward, you know, uh, I like what he did in terms of signing Jose Quintana. My man, if he gets me four, you know, mid four ERA, hopefully low fours, 180 innings. That's awesome, awesome. Um, now. In terms of, you know, you got Henny and Bundy on contract years. And if you remember a couple of years ago, you had Patrick Corbin. Uh, he's, I think he was drafted the same year as Henny. I know he's drafted the same year as Skaggs. Uh, but, you know, all left-handers. Uh, well, Patrick Corbin parlayed his contract year with the Diamondbacks into a sweet contract with the nationals so hopefully that Henny is like all right one year we need it let's get paid and he has a dominant season that'd be awesome we've been waiting for that for seven years or so uh bundy i hope we resign him i think he's pretty pretty awesome i don't know what that contract's gonna be looking like hopefully he likes the big a um i mean better than going back to baltimore which he would he wouldn't but uh, you know what I mean there. So hopefully those two guys have a big contract here. And it's time for Griffin Canning to take that next step. You know, I, I hopefully he can, uh, you know, trend towards that number two starter. Uh, you know, if not, that number three starter would still would be awesome too. Because, you know, we definitely need it. Um, in terms of us, some of the other guys, the arms they acquired, um, I'm more... I have a lot of questions about the bullpen in terms of, you know, Cam. Why does no one like Cam Bedrosian? Uh, go ahead and uh, reply to me on uh, Twitter, DJ underscore Churnside. Like, looking at his stats, it, you know, over the years, he's been pretty reliable. Does the fool just have like a gnarly clubhouse issue? Uh, I, I don't understand stand that that's just kind of a one-off topic there but i don't know what our bullpen's going to be looking like it would be nice to acquire another piece there um heading into the season but maybe they want to get into training camp or spring training and, and see where they're at but in terms of overall roster construction just I, i'm i like it um uh, I would have liked to see us make a move for Didi Gregorius, you know, left-handed bat at the shortstop position, especially after all those years of Anderson Simmons just grounding into double plays. It was like every year, who was going to hit more double plays, Albert Pujols or Anderson Simmons? Um, but 
I mean, I'm going to miss Anderson Simmons' glove. I'm not trying to bash him by any means whatsoever. But that would have been nice. One thing, though, uh, one player I am extremely stoked about, um, I'm, I'm, I'm putting all my money on him, per se. Full, uh, fully endorsed, let's just say that, is our boy, our, hopefully, our starting first baseman, you know, Jared Walsh. I mean, I watch his highlights from the from the season uh, all the time. Eight or nine home runs last year. I mean, he was hitting nukes. I mean, that guy was just ripping the ball. And if we can, you know, get, we can get him producing even anywhere near that. I mean, you don't know how many, how much opportunity that is going to create for us down the line because he still has five, four or five more years of team control. So you're paying him cheap. Finally, after the Brandon Woods, after the bad Pujols contract, if we can have a player that from our system take over first base and be an above average first baseman, that would be so awesome. I'm not saying he has to hit, you know, eight home runs every hundred at bats. I mean, it would be pretty awesome. But if he could just play a good first base and, uh, you know, just solidify that corner, it would be so huge. It would just it will we'll go into just kind of how much more that means here in just a second but you know other than that I'm, I'm this is a lot better roster than we've had in years past we you know we don't have matt harvey we don't have trevor cahill we don't have ricky nolasco um depth is always kind of in the back end of the rotation and the bullpen is going to be kind of interesting um but we will see <laughs> well like we said we we'll see um let's see here if we don't make the playoffs i mean we have a bunch of one year contracts that are going to uh are going to you know probably be flipped up the deadline which will be good for the farm system it will be you know we have bunch of money coming off the books right now we're projected for 193 million uh i think that's according to fan graphs in terms of payroll this year um next year on the books we got 114 million with the luxury tax at 100 and, or 210 million so quite a bit of a coin to play around with and you know i listened to some things and some people said you know just because you have a salary, you know, you have available cap doesn't mean the team's going to get better. I'm like, yeah, well, no shit. Um, you know, if you don't utilize it correctly, then yeah. Or if you're the person you invested in gets hurt, then, you know, obviously it's uh, <laughs> not going to turn out well. But I think if we we show some promises here, we'll go out and get those, those free agents that we've been wanting to get. I think that is almost a certainty. We just got to give Artie... Just, just a little bit, you know, just show him a little bit. And he's going to go right up until that $210 million mark, I, I believe. I mean, and that's kind of the thing uh, moving forward is there's so many teams that are not, you know, competitive. They're just reeling in the losses uh, from the pandemic shortened season, and they're, they're not being competitive. So we're about to get into the free agents of next year, but... This is the start, I believe, of this window that has me overly optimistic for, uh, well, hopefully, not overly, but optimistic moving forward, you know? I think this might be the last season where it's just like, all right, we, you know, we'll wait for the next one. But then after that, I, I, I see back-to-back playoffs. I see, uh, I see us being a motherfucking problem, you know? We're not going to be the third best baseball team in Southern California anymore. Going to get that swagger back, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, let's take a look at what, what, what we got coming up here in terms of free agents and who I think would be interesting. I'm going to have you guys, uh, for the probably zero people listening to this, go ahead and uh, tweet at me what you think some of these contracts are going to look like. And uh, I'm going to be back right back in one second. All right, welcome back to the podcast I do not have a name for yet, 
but go ahead and give me a follow on Twitter. Talk some Angels baseball. Answer some of these questions for me. Um, DJ underscore Churnside is my Twitter handle. D as in Daniel. J as in Johnson underscore Churnside. Thank you. A couple of things I wanted to add before moving forward is uh, someone I would, uh, you know, would like the Angels to pursue before the season starts is you know Taiwan Walker, Southern California. He went to Yakaipa High. It would be nice to see him, uh, kind of local boy, take the mound. And another thing I wanted to point out was in 2019, our uh, starting, our opening day lineup had <laughs> Justin Bohr at first base. Zach Kozart at third, Peter Borges in left, and Anderson Simmons at short. Anderson Simmons just, you know, couldn't stay healthy and not didn't really have a bat, but it's kind of insane. So we're looking a lot better. Um, you know, Fangraphs has his top 10 in war in, in terms of our current roster. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Dexter Fowler plays out, but there's going to be some if that doesn't work out there'll be some some other pickups there and whatnot it's it, you know this this is an overall a lot stronger roster um than we've seen in the past and you know maybe it's just because it's the beginning of the season and my optimism's just shining way too hard but you know justin upton got that turf toe you know a couple years two years ago last year the pandemic the year before he hit like 30 home runs and like 80 rbis i mean I'm not saying he needs to do that, but if he can hit above 250, I mean, we're cooking with gas, baby. So, uh, moving on, this is like what gets me absolutely stoked is, oh, another thing to add is, so this is going to be Mike Trout's first season, uh, first full season being a dad. So, expect at least 50 to 60 home runs. Uh, That's at least what I penciled him down for. So, I'm looking forward to that as well as a couple things as we start talking about the Angels future and what to you know look forward to is you know there is a you know a way of thinking that once a player gets to 31 32 that they're just going to drop off a cliff because you've seen it time and time before with um, you know Albert Pujols with you know other other players but you know there there's bunches of other players too that keep hitting till their 40s you see nelson cruz now you see david ortiz you know hitting walk off home runs um in his 40s you saw adrian beltray just you know just age with grace and just kept hitting the baseball chipper jones same way um so in terms of trout and rendon i'm gonna assume that one rendon just has, just has such a nice compact nice and easy swing that i'm hoping he he ages well and same with trout you know um i I really like bryce harper uh i enjoy watching him play but his swing is so violent you think you know by the time he's 35 like it is i I mean i hope he's still hitting dingers you know i hope his body holds up but trout makes it you know he's a linebacker just put a nice easy swing on the ball so in terms of you know digression that I, i've been hearing uh all over and maybe again it's just my overly optimism self that the angels just uh trick me into every year I, I think we're gonna i think they're gonna continue to put up good numbers and you know i don't hopefully no time in the immediate future that should be a problem I mean, Trout is due for a down year, but knock on wood, uh, like I said earlier, first full season of being a dad, it's got dad strength, 60 home runs. You heard it here first. Um, all right, let's get into, so if we don't make the uh, make the playoffs this season, going into next season, we got some cash flow. We have a GM who has done his due diligence. We'll have a draft pick. We'll, um, you know, uh, for this year at least, and the time is now. Now, you know, at that point, we got to start making moves. So one thing, you know, talking about the Angels future is in 2016, when we drafted Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh, I had a dream, epiphany, whatever you want to call it. One day, the Angels will have Brandon Marsh, big old left-handed hitter, and a left field athletic son of a gun 
you'll have Mike Trout in center, you know, chasing titles, home run titles, hopefully, um, and World Series titles. And then you'll have Joe Adele in right field. And just the thought of that was enough to get me through these like four really negative, terrible years of allegations and uh, lack of success and just Angels baseball. Um, so that's why when I see the trade offers of, you know, Adele for just some trash ass pitchers that you can don't have to give up Adele for, um, yeah, it, I'm just one. I, I guess people just, you know, have, you know, recency bias and they don't remember when we had no money and no prospects and it sucked. You know, we had nothing to look forward to except to 2021 for Bulls' contract to get off the books. So that's why I, I, I'm not a fan of uh, trading away what and it's just athletic specimens you know they're, they're going to take a little more time to uh you know hit a learn how to square up a baseball you know consistently but i mean you, you saw how much of an athlete he is and hopefully uh i can watch a little bit of brandon marsh uh and and adele here uh when spring training starts but just that in itself we can have two home actually like, technically three but you know two players on their rookie contract, you know, in their pre-arbitration days, and then, you know, Mike Trout in center, you're, 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 that's a really athletic, really strong outfield for $35 million, you know, pretty much all of Mike Trout's contract, maybe a little more. I mean, that's going to set yourself up to do so much in so many other places that you can't jeopardize that now for, you know, a pitcher with a year or two left on his contract, you know, or under contract. So I, that's just, that's kind of one of the reasons why I look at that because if we can take care of the outfield and not have to put any more funds or, you know, allocate future resources towards there and just have a young outfield that's just hitting, you know, dingers, just being athletic. I mean, all three of those guys could be on a football field, but that's, you know, hopefully that's, kind of what our outfield will kind of form into sooner rather than later. Um, obviously, we got Rendon locked in at third. We got the fan favorite, you know, Mr. Incredible, the one and only David Fletcher manning second base. Um, so um, leaves us at a hole at shortstop. And then depending on our Luke Skywalker, our only hope for this season uh, Jared Walsh performs. I know since I'm so high on him, we'll uh, probably probably won't hear from him after the third week of spring training. Um, hopefully, I didn't jinx him, but I, you know, he's got my endorsement. I'm, I'm his biggest hype man, Jared Walsh. If you ever need someone to hype you up, I'm your guy. I'll carry your bags. I'll uh, just say the word and I'll do it. Long story short. Um, let's see here. Okay, so getting into the free agents of next season, which, you know, 2021-2022, after this season. I, I saw a tweet, you know, someone's like, yeah, we didn't get pitching, and the, the free agent class next year is awful. And I'm like, I took a, you know, and I, I knew, it. I was like, what, what are you talking about? It's, it's, it's pretty fucking stacked. And, de- you know, depending on where our holes are, you know, it, it kind of lands up perfectly. So obviously we don't have a shortstop after the end of this year and we don't know what Jared Walsh will hold, you know, so we need, I know we need pitching, we need a shortstop and we need a first baseman and a catcher. Um, the catcher seems to be one of those positions the angels kind of just uh they figure it out so i'm not going to go into too much detail about that but check this out so albert Pujols finally retires we finally you know get have some you know payroll flexibility now if we need a first baseman i unfortunately i don't think matt thice is gonna be the guy of our, of our future which bummer I, I like that guy but um just probably trade him somewhere give him a fresh fresh scenery but not not the point here so we're looking for a first baseman 
two two free agent first base for next year, which I don't think they will be available just because of they are huge, you know, pieces of their current club. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they both get re-signed. But if they don't, you know, and they do enter free agent after the end of this year. So we got Anthony Rizzo, which obviously we know Joe Madden loves signing his former players. I'm sure he would absolutely, you know, be head over heels to be reunited with Anthony Rizzo. I don't know what that contract will look like. I think he's 32, 33. Um, I know he's projected for like a war of three this year, but um, I, I don't know what exactly how many, like how long that would be, but it shouldn't be too overly aggressive of a contract or anything. Um, so hopefully Rizzo's like, yeah, you know, I, I know he was, I don't know if he's from Southern California, but I know that he was in the Padres organization for a little bit. So maybe he's just like, yeah, let's go uh, reunite with Joe and uh, enjoy Southern California and get taxed, uh, you know, way too much. Uh, so hope that would be, you know, awesome. Left-handed bat, gold clever, and just watching him, you know, would, would be awesome. And, you know, and he's a World Series champion. It's always good to have those on, on the on your on your roster another person who you know obviously Rizzo has that you know ties to Madden another potential free agent first baseman Freddie Freeman now I don't know if I've uh, you know done all the good things in my life to be rewarded this to watch you know Mike Trout Freddie Freeman and Anthony Rendon go back to back to back in an Angels uniform, like, whew, man, I, I'm, I'm that's the lottery right there. I mean, are you kidding me? Freddie Freeman's one of the best left-handed hitters. The way, I mean, he, he's like the heart and soul of that. Um, I mean, in terms of experience and the whole nine yards of that Braves team. So I, I doubt it that they're gonna, you know, not extend him. But man. I mean, obviously Perry came from the Braves organization, so there's some ties there. But if, uh, I mean, I don't know what that contract's gonna look like either. Yeah, you know, he's 32 now. Uh, he's projected for a 4.4 war this season. Um, but I don't know uh, if it's gonna look like kind of like a Paul Goldschmidt contract, or if it's going to look, you know, something in the in the in the lines of. You know, an eight-year deal. It's a lot of questions there, and that's going to be interesting uh, to see how that plays out. Um, go ahead and uh, you know, like I said, go ahead and uh, tweet at me. You know, my my Twitter handle is DJ underscore Churnside. Uh, go ahead and uh, let me know what you think uh, that Freddie Freeman contract will be looking like next year, or an extension if it happens soon. And as well as who would you want, who do you think is the Angels starting first baseman in 2022? I would like to hear what y'all have to uh, say about that. Now that was first base. And obviously those are two great, you know, pieces. And those are the ones that stuck out because of the ties, you know, that the GM and our manager has, you know, to them. But in terms of shortstop, this is the best shortstop free agent class of, I think, you know, ever. I mean, it is absolutely loaded. So the fact that, I mean, that, that's kind of the reason why I believe that Perry is, uh, you know, one-year contracts way in. He, you know, he can solidify, you know, he's got third baseman, got the center fielder. He can either solidify the first base for the next five years or shortstop for the next five years. So in terms of shortstops, we got... And Francisco Lindor, I believe he's going to re-sign. And I think he's going to be too expensive anyways. Um, but, I mean, all these guys are going to be expensive. But you got Trevor Story as well, who's going to be a free agent. you got Carlos Correa. I don't know if Angels fans would be too uh, pleased about that. Javier Baez would be pretty cool. I think he'll be a, a little cheaper in terms of uh, all the other ones. Uh, but then you also have Corey Seager. How awesome would it be to take the... You know, World Series MVP away for those those Dodgers. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, give that to me. Um, 
I don't know what that kind of is. I have no idea how that's all going to end up. That's why next off season is going to be crazy. And, and there might be a um, work stoppage, you know, MLB is going to be crazy. They got to figure their shit out. I mean, there's a lot of unanswered questions, but you know, and Rob Manfred, we, we trust, I guess. Um, and in terms of pitching, so I found this pretty interesting here. So pitching next off season. So we got Max Scherzer, like to come sign a few year deal and end it, end in California, baby. That would be awesome. Not going to happen, but you know, we can always dream. Uh, 38 year old Zach Grinke will be a free agent. Was once an angel. Kershaw will be a free agent. Corey Kluber, after he gets the comeback player of the year award this year with the Yankees, he'll be a free agent. Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, Henny, Noah Sindergaard. That's going to be interesting to see how he comes back from injury. I would love Noah Sindergaard. Uh, probably would only throw five pitches for the Angels before uh, the Angel curse gets to his arm. Hope not, obviously, but that guy, uh, Thor, just throws too hard. Can't stay healthy. It's a shame. And then you got Verlander will be a, a free agent. Walker, James Paxton, Quintana, Pinata, Morton, Ray, John Gray. So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of pitching options there. Um, you know, we'll have Canning. Hopefully, Otani makes it to this season. And, you know, Reed, Reed Detmers should be uh, pretty close to being ready for the big leagues. But... Overall, I mean, how could you, let's say we, we snagged a Rizzo and a, uh, you know, even if we don't even get one of the top shortstop, if we snag a Rizzo and a, you know, a Noah Syndergaard or a Michael Pineda or, or, a, you know, Alex Wood, I mean, I'm looking pretty confident towards that next year. And, um, like I said before, it's all going to depend on if we can get those uh, those outfielders up to speed to be, you know, hitting major league pitching. Because if we can fill the left and right field after, you know, Upton comes off the books after next year. And we literally have so much financial flexibility. And I think if we give, if we show some promise, Artie will go up to that, that luxury tax limit of 210 million so it gives us a bunch of money to play around with no more 10-year contracts to 32 year olds unless it's freddie freeman we'll make an exception i'm just kidding uh but you know i mean the main point of this whole thing is one going back to it i love angels baseball love talking about it and you know at least if there's this microphone in front of me i'm not quote unquote not talking to myself but that the future's bright. We have so much more opportunity now than we did, you know, a few years ago. I, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I just remember it just so vividly because it sucked, <laughs> but it's uh, we're finally to get out of the dark ages. And I think Perry's our guy. He, you know, just grew up around the game. He's a scout. He knows what he's doing. I, I appreciate him coming in. He didn't just start spending money or doing this and that he's you know sizing up the scene he's doing his due diligence and you know not rushing anything because at the end of the day we don't need to rush you know obviously i'm not saying when i say we don't need to rush i mean we have one more season until we gotta get the fucking show on the road now it's gonna be interesting. This this season is gonna be interesting because who knows if again they make it all the way through. Um, who knows what the scheduling will be like? A lot of questions surrounding just baseball, and and then when it comes to next year, is there gonna be a work stoppage because the Rob Manfred, you know, coalition and the Players Association have not gotten along, and I mean. It's it's gonna be it like I know for a lack of better word it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out but we all know that um, I think that's pretty much all I got I think this is like 50 minutes which is uh, you know I'm gonna be a little sharper a little you know better tempo I'm see if I can throw some music in here find a name if you have any names uh, you know feel free to give me a, a holla I think I actually need to make one before I can. Uh, 
submit this. But yeah, you know, check me out. Uh, please tweet at me some engagement. Um, I'm gonna start replying to some tweets uh, of some trade offers and stuff like that that I think are complete horseshit. Don't take offense to it. Um, just we're, we're getting the baseball season. Let's let's get after it. You know, some good banter is always good, even if it's uh, between your own teams. Uh, fans and whatnot but i mean the overall if i could just stress one thing is mike trout's a dad he's gonna hit 60 home runs it's gonna be fucking awesome two we don't need an ace we need league average pitching hopefully a little better than league average um (laughs) and you know if if we can do that it'll be interesting to see where we end up i do not know if joe madden can coach uh, that's another thing, which 14 blown saves last year. Maybe it was just, uh, just was on the same page as everyone. Uh, or we can just blame that on Mickey Calloway, actually. Sorry, I take that back. That's Mickey Calloway's fault. That guy's a fucking creep. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, another question uh, you can uh, throw my way on a good old Twitter, Twitter is who do you think our next pitching coach is going to be? As well as, you know, like I said before, who would who do you think our starting first baseman will be in 2022 and yeah i think that's all i all i got uh i'm going to be uh doing these every week i'm going to be hitting spring training come next week hopefully i can uh you know see uh some of our studs get out there and i hope everyone has a great rest of their wednesday february 10th you know baseball season's almost here I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. You know, this is the start of, you know, the the shine of the Angels organization again. You know, we've been we've been down, but we haven't been out. You know, we, we're picking ourselves up, and we're gonna we're gonna be moving in the right direction. So all that negativity needs to stop. You know, fake it till you make it. You know, we 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 look like just a bunch of you know just a not a confident organization and you know that's just not going to fly when we're i have to deal with dodger fans all day and now bandwagon padre fans and i still tell them angels are going to make playoffs this year do i fully full-heartedly believe that no but just bitching about our you know ownership dropping hundreds of million dollars on uh huge contracts and still looking to make other moves and stuff like that i just don't think uh deserves just constant hate and oh i thought we got rid of billy upler this and that it's you know everything's not black and white and i think you know if you know after taking a look at it like how can you not be stoked if we can end up with a rizzo or a freeman a couple more pitchers uh you know, see who we get in the draft. And I mean, that, that's a way better team than we've ever had in the last, you know, five or six years. So positivity, pass it on, I guess is the moral of my story. And Trevor Bauer is overrated. And that's all she wrote. Thanks you all for uh, giving uh, this a uh, listen. I'm sure those going to be very minimal amount of people. I bet the next one will be better. Y'all take care. <laughs>